Want to know what sets writers apart from ordinary people? Sneezes. Ordinary people sneeze, accept a kind, bless you, and move on. A writer sneezes, has a crazy, what if, thought, then turns the answer to that question into a book. That's exactly what happened to today's guest. I don't want to spoil the fun of her book's origin story, but I do encourage you to listen in to hear it directly from Cheryl Bass, author of Baby Dragon's Big Sneeze. In this interview, we talk about her amazing children's picture book, the struggles of the traditional publishing route, and the artistic freedom that comes from self-publishing. Cheryl also shares some fantastic tips, encouragement, and advice for young authors. All right, that's enough for me. Let me introduce you to Cheryl Bass. Greetings, fiction-loving friend. Do you find yourself up late at night reading stories like the Wingfeather Saga, creating your own fantasy world, or dreaming about dragons? Are you bursting with story ideas but are scared to share what you write? Do you wonder if you have what it takes to be a published author? Then welcome to Published Before College, the podcast with short and snazzy shows that teach creative kids how to think like an author, craft captivating stories, and take ownership of the publishing process. I'm your host, DK Drake, author of the Dragonstalker Bloodline Saga. Once upon a time, I was a kid with a wild imagination and creative soul, but it wasn't until long after college that I learned how to use my God-given strength of storytelling to write novels and publish them through my own publishing company. Now I want to help you write and publish your novels before you even step foot on a college campus. Adventure awaits, so ignite your imagination, latch onto that dragon swooping overhead, and let the storytelling quest begin. It's time to play in our own fabulous fantasy worlds. So today I am with Cheryl Bass, and Cheryl, if you can just start by just telling me a little bit about um, yourself and the book that you have written. Great. Well, I'm Cheryl Bass, and um, I have a master's degree in social work and a master's degree in journalism. And during my master's degree in social work program, I took several courses in child development, and I used those insights to inform my picture book writing. So um, this is my first picture book. It's called Baby Dragon's Big Sneeze. And uh, it's available on Amazon uh, in all different countries, uh, Walmart.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and Target.com. Oh, very cool. Very cool. And did you choose to um, go the traditional publishing route or um, go with self-publishing? Well, initially, I had tried the traditional publishing route. Um, I tried to get a literary agent, and I also tried to um, to submit to publishers that that did not need you to be agented. I, there was no luck with that. I tried that for about a year and sent to about fifty or sixty uh, altogether, or both. So, um, but one of the things that I found was it's very competitive for children's uh, picture book publishing, especially nowadays when you know people like um, you know. Reese Witherspoon and um, Mariah Carey and, um, uh, you know, all the late night folks, all of them are, are writing picture books. It used to be celebrities would, would have a fragrance. Now they all write a picture book. <laughs> so um, if a publishing house has, say, maybe 10 slots for picture books in a year and they've got Jimmy Fallon, you know, contacting them, um, of course, they're going to go with Jimmy Fallon's book rather than someone like me who doesn't have a built in audience. So I ended up self-publishing, and I really feel like self-publishing uh, levels the playing field for regular folks to get their books out there. Ah, uh, I agree. Um, and I had a similar experience. I had, you know, submitted to some traditional houses, and actually, actually, I started with agents. I got the attention of one agent. And I'm like, 
what I would I would rather just have a control of my own stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's why I decided to go with the um the independent route myself. Um so how long did it take you to actually write your book? Well, the idea for the book came uh, about 13 years ago, and it's Baby Dragon's Big Sneeze. So it's about a dragon who sneezes and accidentally burns down a village, and um, and then a little girl, everyone's ready to attack him, but a little girl goes to his cave to to find out why he's doing this, um, because it doesn't make sense to her that he's flying around for weeks and there's no conflict, and all of a sudden, why would he burn down their village? So she at least asks the question, and um, so she basically saves the day and um, by asking the question, not making assumptions about someone else, you know, um, and getting his side of the story. So um, she becomes the heroine of the story, saves the dragon, saves the town, saves the day. Um, But um, the initial idea for the story came because I was walking along and I had a very big sneeze and I had the ridiculous thought of, you know, um, this, would do a lot of damage. It's a good thing I'm not a dragon. And then I thought, wow, well, that makes a good, um, that sounds like a good idea for a children's picture book. So I started writing it. And um, so I sat the first draft in a drawer for uh, years and years until a couple years ago when I tried the traditional publishing route. And then I um, finally decided to self-publish. But the term self-publishing is a bit of a misnomer. I really thought I would be on my own I would have to buy a big, thick book called Self-Publishing for Idiots or similar. And I would just be kind of flailing, trying to figure out how to do everything. But I'm a member of Society for Children's Book Writers and Illustrators and also CBI, Children's Book Insider. And um, they both, for their members, have videos that you can watch. And uh, one of the videos that I watched for one of those organizations had a woman named April Cox who has a business called Self-Publishing Made Simple. And she walks you through, you get on a Zoom call with her and you, she, you watch her upload your book, you know, into the Library of Congress to get it, uh, copyrighted. She walks you through getting the ISBN codes, which are the, like the little UPC symbols on the back of the books. All of those kind of, um, processes she does with you. So, um, so that made it so much easier. And she has, um, vendors that she works with. And that's actually how I found Matt Illustrator as well. Okay. And what was that like working with an illustrator? That was fantastic. Um, so the process with her, um, she had about 12 illustrators that she worked with. She had me look at all of their websites and those 12 illustrators she knew to be very responsive and that they give the person the rights to the, um, illustrations after the book is completed. So it's called work for hire and they, they were all willing to do that type of a contract. So I looked through their websites. I was able to then narrow it down to my top four. And then she said, okay, um, write an email to each of those top four, um, offer to pay them $50 each and have them each draw the same scene from your book. And then you can get a better idea of which of those four you like better. So then I was able to narrow it down to two. And then I used my friends and family, especially those with children and grandchildren as a focus group. And I said to them, which dragon do you like better? What, you know, what cave looks better to you? All of that. And then um, and then I was able to work with the dragon and I, I told him every detail, you know, that I want his tongue hanging out while he's writing a note. I want him to have snot hanging out of his nose. I want him to be, you know, this color and look this way. And um, so I had a lot of creative control um, and I really appreciated that process. It was really fun, actually. Every time I would get an email from the illustrator, it was like Christmas, you know, opening yeah. this and seeing seeing my book come to life, you know, with my vision. And if I had done a traditional publishing house, because of the fact that I don't draw, 
they would have assigned an illustrator. And I would have had no control over who illustrated it, what my townspeople would look like, what my dragon would look like, any of that. So I'm really glad I self-published. Oh, that's pretty nifty. Did he design your cover as well? Um, I used one of the images from the inside of the book for the cover. I had a different cover designer um, and he did the um, text, you know, the uh, title um, on the page. And he also um, put the text on each of the pages, you know, where that would go and how big the text would be and so on. Um, I had the same person do all of that. Very cool. And what was the uh, what was the most challenging aspect of it all? The most challenging aspect is actually happening right now, and it's the marketing. Um, so I have uh, a master's degree um, in journalism and, and about 15 years of subsequent experience in PR. So I was able to create my own pitch and press release that I sent to people like you in order to get on these wonderful podcasts. Um, so that piece, the earned media piece, I was very familiar with. But advertisements and um, key, what keywords to use and all those kinds of algorithms and so on, I, I'm just as much of a newbie as any other first-time author in that regard. And when you were a kid, did you have any idea that you would be doing this now? I had a feeling that I might be doing something with writing, but uh, because when, when I was a child with my sister, um, we both sing and we would often take songs and we would change the lyrics to make them funny, make parodies. And um, we would harmonize and sing, you know, about a parent's birthday or an anniversary or something. And that was something we would do. So we were always, I was always doing rhymes and, and lyrics and things like that. So, um, so something like this fit very naturally. I, I do a lot of things in rhyme when I'm writing a card to, to someone for their birthday or something. I'm, I'm often using rhyme and I really am a proponent of rhyme for children. Because there's research that shows that it helps with language acquisition, vocabulary development, and helps children gain a sense of rhythm. It also encourages reluctant readers to read. So there's a lot of benefits for rhyme for children, which is why nursery rhymes are such a, a big thing. But I actually got responses from some of the traditional publishing houses saying, we don't like rhyme. You know, so certain things go in and out of fashion. Um, but I, I definitely want to continue using rhyme in my future stories. I really um, am a proponent of that. What kind of future stories do you have planned? Is it like a series? Are they going to be all independent books? What do you have in the pipeline? I have a couple of ideas, um, two things that are in rough draft form right now that are not related to this story at all. Um, one of them relates to a dog that I used to have is loosely based on a on a true story. He's since passed away, but um, he was a little crazy. He had some uh, mental health issues and, and, uh, we actually had to put him on puppy Prozac. It was, uh, he was difficult. But, um, one of the things we did with him was agility. Um, he was a border collie mix. And so he needed a lot of mental stimulation. And so it's about that. It's sort of a redemption story that, you know, the, the main character gets the dog involved with agility and that really helps him blossom and gain confidence. Um, and it helps the family to give the dog a chance and, and, uh, you know, and rescue, uh, adopt rather than shop, all of those kinds of messages. So a lot of my books are going to have those same kind of pro-social values, which is why I named my publishing house Be Kind Publishing. It's sort of a riff on the um, the saying, it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. So I want to teach those values to children when they're younger, when they're more malleable. Very nice. All right. So what kind of things do you do um, just for fun in your spare time? Well, I sing. I have a keyboardist that I work with. We call ourselves Cheryl and Keys, and we um, sing at um, 
restaurants and assisted living facilities. And uh, I have two dogs now. And so um, I'm definitely involved with them. Um, I'm definitely involved with promoting this book and writing the next one. This is going to be a series, this this story as well. I read a lot. So and uh, yeah, so those those are my hobbies. (laughs) Very cool. All right. Well, is there anything else that you want to add? Any encouragement you can give to the listeners out there who are just getting started on their writing journey? Yes. Um, one of the things I would say to, um, people who are in the process right now and want to get a book out there, there's no rush. Um, you know, it took me 13 years to get this out there. And, um, so it can, you know, it's your own process. Um, enjoy the process. Um, and go with your own circadian rhythms. Don't let other people tell you you have to write, you know, before dawn or something. If you're a night person, you know, and you feel like writing at three in the morning and that works for you, great. Don't fight it. Just work with your own, uh, process. But also, um, as you go through your day, um, if you see something that, that's a good idea for a book, um, text it to yourself or, um, have, uh, software, recording software on your phone and just record yourself saying the idea into your phone or jot it down somewhere um, and then come back to it later. So um, don't let those ideas float by, you know, like my idea when I had that sneeze. So yeah, very, very cool. All right. And remind us again, the name of your book and where everybody can find you and your book. So um, my website is www.be-kindpublishing.com where you can find this book and any future books. Um, you can also get free coloring pages um, to download on that as well. Um, and you can find my book, Be, um, Baby Dragon's Big Sneeze. You can find that on Amazon, on barnesandnoble.com, uh, target.com, and walmart.com. All right, Cheryl, I'll have all of those links in the show notes for everybody so that we can um, support you. And thank you so much for um, coming on and just giving us a little insight into um, how to even get a picture book out there, something that I didn't know. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm sure that's something that my listeners will be interested in. So thank you very much. Thank you. There you go, my friends. Cheryl Bass, author of Baby Dragon's Big Sneeze. Be sure and go buy your copy today. Got the links for you in the show notes. And if you want to write your own story, I can help you with that. I'll be starting a novella series next week. That's right, a novella writing series. Take you from idea to published in 18 weeks. Exciting stuff. Tune in next week for the first episode in the novella writing series. If you enjoyed today's episode, the best way you can thank me is by leaving a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. Not only will it help me know what you're thinking, but it will also help others on a quest to write a novel discover the show. After you leave that review, I invite you to click on over to authordkdrake.com. There you can become a DK Drake Insider, secure your free starter library, and access all the books from the Dragonstalker Bloodline Saga that are available for sale on Amazon. In the meantime, I dare you not to dream of dragons tonight. <laughs>